I couldn't, I couldn't even get close to the hospital. There was just a sea of blue lights completely blocking off Orange Avenue. That gentleman is Dr. Michael Cheatham. He is a trauma surgeon at Orlando Regional Medical Center, just down the street from the nightclub we've all heard of, the Pulse nightclub. Thanks to the help of a police officer and an ambulance, he was able to get to the hospital and begin treating victims of the Orlando nightclub shooting. And I entered uh, our emergency department, and it was just every available bed was filled. There were gurneys in the hallway covered in, in white sheets from patients who had arrived and had already died. When my heart is torn asunder And my world just falls apart Dr. Cheatham is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. In addition to being an experienced trauma surgeon, Dr. Cheatham is also a faithful follower of Jesus Christ. You're about to hear his story of serving Christ by caring not only for patients, but for their families as well, through what he described as a very traumatic and exhausting time. GPS. God. People. Stories. Dr. Cheatham was home in bed when gunshot victims from the Pulse nightclub began arriving at the hospital. One of my partners was the trauma surgeon on call, and he called me at about 2.15 or so, 2.20, and it was a very brief phone call. He basically just called up and he said, I have 20 gunshot wounds, I need you. So Dr. Cheatham immediately got up and headed to the hospital. He lives fairly close to Orlando Regional, so on a normal night, piece of cake. Very easy drive. But of course, the early morning hours of Sunday, June 12th, were anything but normal. I have to drive by the Pulse nightclub to and from work each day. It's only three blocks south of our hospital on Orange Avenue, the main thoroughfare. And I found I couldn't even get close to the hospital. There was just a sea of blue lights completely blocking off Orange Avenue. And I'm trying to drive toward the hospital and I'm surrounded by police cars and ambulances all uh, with their lights and sirens on. And luckily, one of the police officers stopped me. I think he thought I must have just uh, gotten lost. And I was trying to explain to him I was, I was trying to get to the hospital. And so he basically, uh, they had created a back way to get to the hospital because uh, otherwise I would have been driving right by all the shooting. And, and so he basically said, follow that ambulance. That ambulance that he followed took them a back way to Orlando Regional. It's a hospital, by the way, that's used to receiving gunshot victims. Dr. Cheatham says he routinely treats two to six such patients every night he's on duty. But that's not what was waiting for him when he arrived that Sunday morning. And I entered uh, our emergency department, and it was just every available bed was filled. There were gurneys in the hallway covered in, in white sheets from patients who had arrived and had already died. And so I entered the, the trauma bay, turned to my partner and, and basically said, what would you like me to do? And he said, we've already sent people to the operating room. Go there first. And so I, I went straight up to the operating room and started operating. Take these hands. I know they're empty, but with you beauty in your perfect plan. All I am is yours. The 
first patient he operated on survived. He was a patient who had been shot in the back, and he arrived with severe abdominal pain. So we rushed him up to the operating room, and uh, we were able to stop the bleeding, uh, quickly closed his abdomen. Uh, I turned to one of our residents who had taken the patient upstairs, and I basically said, get the patient to to the recovery room, and I immediately ran back downstairs to get the next patient. That victim didn't make it. He was the only one that died in the operating room. His heart stopped as we were going upstairs. And I did CPR on him in the uh, operating room, but we were unable to revive him. And so I've spoken with his sister by telephone about what all happened. And then today I was actually able to go see his cross and his photo. And and kind of it, it's starting to, starting to sink in the magnitude. The cross and photo that Dr. Cheatham just spoke of are part of a makeshift memorial that was set up on the hospital grounds. The memorial included 49 crosses and photos of the 49 people killed by the gunman. You hear on the news how this was the worst mass shooting in American history. You you hear that there were 49 deaths, uh, but when you see these 49 crosses lined up along the edge of the lake, it's a much more tangible reminder of just the, the sheer devastation that so many families endured. And in fact, it was the anguish of the families that hit Dr. Cheatham harder than just about anything else in the whole ordeal. So many did not know, some for over 24 hours, whether their loved one was either alive or dead. We did not know exactly how many victims were still inside the club until the following day. And so we had many families that were just absolutely distraught. And so we, we really focused on the families. We prayed for the family. Prayer is actually a big part of Dr. Cheatham's work and for a number of his colleagues, too. For me, I like to pray at the scrub sink as I'm washing my hands. I'll pray, you know, silently during the operation for wisdom and guidance when we're, we're dealing with a difficult situation. We'll pray with families who are having to deal with a very difficult situation. I have always told patient families that, you know, I'm just along for the ride, that God is there doing the operation, that, you know, I'm just his hands. Most of my partners are Christian. We all rely upon our faith to get us through some tough times. This was one of the toughest of tough times. So Dr. Cheatham says staff members have been looking to the God-given gifts of friendship and counsel. Spending a lot of time counseling all of our team members, both grief counseling and having focus groups where where team members can come together and and talk about what they've been through. Because there is obviously an impact on the families, but there's also an impact on all of our employees. Some of the employees approached Dr. Cheatham with questions about how or what they were feeling in the days that followed the shooting. That's not surprising because... He's pretty well known around the hospital as a follower of Christ. And it's not surprising either that he wears on his lapel a small silver cross. What I found is that it is just kind of a silent testimony to my faith, and it is a bit of an icebreaker because I will see patients or families especially who will look up and frequently one of the first things they say after I... Uh, introduce myself, they'll say, 
I like your cross. Some will just leave it at that. Some will ask what that means to me, which opens the door for me to be able to share my faith. And it creates a bond with the patient and with their family. It's not just Christian patients who find comfort in the small cross on the doctor's lapel. I've had several patients over the years that are not Christians, that are of other faiths, that they look at that and they, they will see that as a positive. They will comment uh, you know, that they feel very comfortable being taken care of by a Christian doctor. So, you know, I, I feel that it, it is a reminder to myself of my, my belief, my faith, and the way that I should carry myself as a believer, but it's also an outward invitation to patients and families to ask questions or an entry to be able to have conversations. Dr. Cheatham's story raises some soul-searching questions. Questions like, are you ready to meet Jesus when your life comes to an end? As we've seen, it can happen in an instant. And questions like, if you're already a follower of Christ, are you ready to share your faith with those who aren't? We can help you work through either of those questions. Visit us at BillyGrahamRadio.org and click on Grow Your Faith. That's BillyGrahamRadio.org. The kind of mass casualties Dr. Cheatham dealt with from the nightclub shooting really aren't anything new to him. In a moment, he's going to talk with us about a couple other disaster responses that he's been a part of. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I did all of my early preaching in Florida. I joined the church in Florida. I was answered the call to the ministry in Florida. I was ordained in Florida. And my early schooling was in Florida. So Florida means a great deal to me personally. Billy Graham. This life is so fleeting, so short. The Bible says that this life is like the flower that fades and the grass that withers. It's the life to come. And this is only a preparation for eternity. But you'll find this. When you're converted, you're prepared to die. But you find that when you're prepared to die, you're prepared to live. And you're not prepared to face the realities of life and live in this life until you're ready to live in the future life. Because if you know that you're ready, it gives a peace and a security and a joy and an adjustment here that you cannot find otherwise. It takes the guilt complex away. It takes the fear away. When you give your life to Christ. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Phil Fleischman and Jim Kirkland. Ministering to people who are in the midst of crisis, such as the one in Orlando, is a powerful way to share the love of Jesus with them. That's what the Billy Graham Rapid Response Team chaplains do. They've done it in Orlando, as well as dozens of other places devastated by disasters, both man-made and natural, here in the U.S. and around the world. 
You can learn more about their work at our website, BillyGrahamRadio.org. When you're there, look at the top of the page and click on What We Do. Someone else who's shared the love of Jesus with hurting people around the world, Jim, is our guest on this episode of GPS, Dr. Michael Cheatham. He's on the board of directors for Samaritan's Purse, and he's been a part of many of their relief efforts. One of those efforts that he thought of as we talked about the Orlando shooting was the work he did in New Orleans following Hurricane Katrina. We were dealing with families who had been displaced from New Orleans, and I saw the same kind of devastation and, and despair in those families, the victims of, of Hurricane Katrina. It's also the same emotions that I did among the family members here, just kind of a, a, a loss of understanding as to why something had occurred, not knowing what you know another day would bring to them. When the age of death is over in this world has been reborn I'll be there beside my Savior This is our great and rich reward Most recently, Dr. Cheatham was with Samaritan's Purse in Ecuador treating earthquake victims there. We'd like to thank Dr. Cheatham for being with us for this episode of GPS, God, People stories. By the way, GPS is available online at BillyGramRadio.org and on the Billy Graham mobile app. You can get that app at BillyGramRadio.org. Just look under Grow Your Faith. The app's also available at the Apple and Android app stores. While we're talking about places to find us, a reminder that you can find us on Facebook by searching for Billy Graham Radio. And wherever you found us for this episode of GPS, we're glad you did. Thanks for listening. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I echo that thanks. I'm Jim Kirkland. GPS, God, People, Stories, is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news.